This is Speechy Mill Podcast, your weekly serving of insights and information about the physical therapy profession and practice from the experiences and expertise of global Filipino physical therapists. Here's your host, Johan de La Paz. Hi everyone, glad to have you back here in PT Meal. Just a reminder, you can listen to PT Meal Podcast in your favorite podcast apps and you can watch us in YouTube as well, so you please subscribe there. Don't forget to like and follow us in our socials, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter to be updated on news and current episodes. Today, I have as guest Lady Servilis, physical therapist, a certified exercise expert for aging adults, a certified Alzheimer's disease and dementia care practitioner trainer, and a certified dementia practitioner. She is also a certified clinical instructor and a certified ACHC consultant. She is passionate and dedicated physical therapist with over 20 years of experience in South Florida mostly in the field of geriatrics, assisted living communities, and resident care. She ho- also holds positions in the American Physical Therapy Association and F- Florida Physical Therapy Association. Lady manages and owns several home health companies, outpatient clinics, and a foundation that provides for underserved population. In this episode, she shared valuable insight and advice on starting and owning a business. She described how she started in, in entrepreneurship and how she manages multiple companies. She also discussed some drawbacks in being a business owner as well as failures and challenges she encountered. So now let's listen after this break. Welcome back to PT Meal Podcast, a buffet of play, therapies, movement, exercises, activities, and leisure, all packed in a hearty conversation of physical therapy profession and practice. I am Johan de La Paz, your host, and as always, thank you for joining us. So for uh, to uh, today's discussion or conversation, we are going to talk about entrepreneurship and, and owning and starting a business. And to help us with that uh, topic, and to you know share her experience, uh, experiences, and you know uh, inspire us with her stories, is my dear friend Lady Servilas, physical therapist in Florida. Lady, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Doctor De La Paz, for having me. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> Glad to have you here. So I've I met uh, Lady just this year in the uh, CSM and right off the bat we kind of hit it off we had one in that seminar and you know all throughout the year already so it was nice it was we've been planning about this podcast for a long time and I'm glad that it already uh, is happening right now so lady uh, to you know for for those who are uh, getting to know you for the first time uh, could you give us a little background on on who you are and, and what you do? So, um, again, my name is Lady Servilis. So I graduated um, year 2002. I know that I don't look my age, right? I'm <laughs> just kidding. So, yeah, 2002, so I, I graduated in the Philippines, University of the East, Ramon Magsaysay. So then after, after a few months, I went here in the U.S., but I always knew that you know, I was going to go to business because even back in the Philippines, I've always been, you know, like kind of really 
business oriented. So that's where the passion started. Actually, the passion started being poor. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. And and can you uh, elaborate on how you got into physical therapy? Was that something that you wanted or was it something that your family told you to get into? So originally, I really wanted to become a doctor. Um, but of course, coming from, you know, a poor background. So I knew that we won't be able to afford it. And during that time, I think, uh, you know, physical therapies, uh, physical therapy was kind of a big thing. Like, you know, you can get to the U.S. faster, though my my mom was already here in U.S. But mm-hmm. I knew that that was, you know, that was the path that I needed to take. Okay, gotcha. And, and that paved the way for you to come over here. Yes. Yeah, but you mentioned that from the beginning, you, you felt that business and entrepreneurship is where you, you're heading. So could you tell us your experience? How did that happen? How did that begin? What sparked that, you know, like interest or, or, or the idea that this is what I want to do? Yeah, so again, coming from, you know, kind of like a more of a poor background, like um, my, we grew up like in, because back in the Philippines, you know, there's a big difference being educated in a public school and private school, you know, all Filipinos know that. Um, but uh, lo and behold, I mean, thank God, like my mom never really um, always put it in a private school, though we were kind of always the poorest in that private school but so that was where the passion came from that I know that the only way for us to get out of poverty is kind of be your own boss or create your own company Mm -hmm. Uh, did you create something in the Philippines or was it did you start here in the U.S. No, so uh, back in the Philippines, even, you know, when I was really young, so I would, you know, we would sell outside our house, like, you know, those banana cues, which are like, um, you know, like a dessert thing for the Filipinos. Um, I know Filipinos would definitely know that. And so it all started way, way back then, you know, I've always been into selling things. And then when the cell phone came out, Mm-hmm. Right. So there was this big thing back then, like you're going to start putting backlights or you're going to start putting those screen. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So me having no shame, I actually went to one of the uh, shops. Uh, it was a Korean um, standing store. And I just asked him like, hey, can I rent a space in your, you know, can I rent a space here? And that's all it started, you know. So we started with one, um, one Robinson's and we ended up with five Robinson stalls for um, for those cell phones. <laughs> wow. Is, is that after you finished physical therapy or while no. you were studying? While, while I was studying. Oh, really? Wow. Okay. Wow. So w- w- did that come from, I mean, is, is anyone in your family a, an entrepreneur, business owner? Is that where you got your inspiration from? No, actually, nobody was. Yeah, All nobody right. was or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Got it. Got it. Got it. All right. Uh, talk to us about uh, the the companies that you're uh, that you own right now. What are the the? Is it all in healthcare or uh, is it in other industries as well? So yes. So we do own. You know, we do own a couple of companies. So a lot of them are in healthcare. Some of them are not. So uh, first, we, um, we, we have outpatient clinics all throughout uh, Florida. 
Mm-hmm. And then uh, we also own um, home health agencies where we do provide nurses, physical therapists, private aides, med techs in patients' home or assisted living facilities. Mm-hmm. Um, we also own a um, diagnostic company where we do provide mobile x-ray oh, wow. and ultrasound. Mm-hmm. Um, we own a call center in the Philippines, in Ortigas. Uh-huh. So, um, yes, so we do uh-huh. provide, you know, um, virtual assistants, programmers, so diff- different things that what a normal call center do. Uh-huh. And uh, we we did own a, fin- a financial company as well. So wow. we kind of like did different things. And uh-huh. we also have a pro- provider company where, you know, we're able to do education and training. That, wow, that's a lot. Yeah, so how did you how did you start uh, with those companies? Because um, like you mentioned outpatient, you mentioned home health agencies, and a lot more. So what was your first one? The very first one is a staffing agency. So uh-huh. that was like the cheapest way. So when I came here in two thousand three, I believe I knew. I knew my path. I knew that I wanted to become a business owner. So I was so geared into that direction that I knew that I have to meet the, the people that's kind of on the, you know, on uh-huh. the, the managers, the uh-huh. business owners, because I needed to learn from them. Coming from the Philippines, now it's a different arena. I'm in U.S. territory. So I have right. to learn how they do things. So uh-huh. that's, that's the first business we own, the staffing agency. Oh, okay. Wow. All right. And, and that fo- the other companies follow there. Yeah. Uh, is it true that like once you start, you know, you start your own company and, and you, you, you feel uh, that it's doing good, is it true that you can't really stop? You're going to think about what's next? Is that I true with business owners and, you know, startup I companies? Believe, I believe so. Because uh-huh. like it depends like why do you want to become a business owner? That's what I always say. Mm-hmm. Like what is your what is your goal really? Like what was your what's your starting and what's your end goals? So for me it's all about my starting point was hey I wanted to kind of get out of poverty and help my family, you know, um mm-hmm. out of poverty. And then once you start becoming a business owner, that's when you realize that you have the potential to actually be a vehicle of God's grace. It means like you're able to hire people and do good with people and share the blessings that you have. So you just wanted to start growing and growing, you know, from one employee to 100 employees to, you know, like 200 employees. So that's where I think the business wants a business owner always wants to become a business owner. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's like once you, 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 you start, you can't stop or you, you try to move on to the next one because you've seen the, the, the progress and the, the number of people that it helped, then you can, you know, do identify other problems. That's why you try to, you know, seek other solutions. Yeah, absolutely. Like from like a good example, for example, like I knew that the staffing was a problem back then mm-hmm. for therapy. So that's where we started. And then there's also a problem in clinics back in 2003, you know, so, so we started plugging in clinics mm-hmm. and we saw like during the time that, all right, it's kind of hard to just be in the therapy because we do need nurses and home health aides to actually complete the whole cycle and giving a complete care to, you know, to the elderly. Mm-hmm. So we 
you always find a problem and you always create the solution. So. Mm, gotcha. Right, right. Um, you, you told us, you shared with us how you started like in the Philippines selling, um, mm -hmm. you know, getting stalls in, in different malls and venues. Um, would you say that it, it was natural for you to, to do that? Or did, did you look up to any other person and say, I want to be that person. That's why I'm doing this. So in the Philippines, I didn't. Because remember, um, during that time, like internet was not big at all. So it's either TV, oh. right? And I wasn't even big in TV. So yeah. I guess it's just um, the drive, you know, like, mm -hmm. again, I was surrounded by friends that have money and mm -hmm. I'm always the one you know like doesn't have it like I have to borrow you know my mm -hmm. graduation clothes from my best friend kind of kind of that kind of deal so I'm mm -hmm. like and being surrounded with people that have money then still is so humble and good-hearted that was like I want to be like them mm -hmm. gotcha would you say uh the entrepreneurial spirit or the business mind spirit is it something that a person has or hasn't Is it something that you naturally have or you, or you can learn to have it? So as a business consultant, it's mm -hmm. definitely, you know, like for me, I, I think it was kind of a little bit, I uh, think God, I think it's one of the talents that he gave me because mm -hmm. I always had that spirit or I always had that drive, like go, 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 go. You know what? Unless you try it, you know, you, you never know if it's going to click or not. So I'm, I'm pretty bold when it comes to that. Mm -hmm. But for some people, you know, they they have an idea. So that's where business consultancy come in. Like they do have an idea on how to do things, but they're really not that business savvy. Mm -hmm. So not everybody is meant to be really good in business, but mm -hmm. that, that's where you pull other people to help you, right? Like even as a business owner, I'm definitely not good in financials, you know. So I have to rely on other people to help me mm -hmm. on that department. Right. Okay. So for someone who doesn't know where to start, but has an idea, they can look for someone that they trust and, you know, team up something like that or seek con uh, consultation from those who don't, who, who, who knows more about it. Yes. So what I did now, you know, here in U.S., what I did is I always had every single year. So I've been here in U.S. for 20 years, right? I would always have like three mentors every year that I would follow. Mm -hmm. Like I would really make an effort to know them. Mm -hmm. Especially nowadays, it's kind of easy because of the internet. So, mm -hmm. or like there's YouTube, there's, you know, there's whatever, um, you know, media you want to use, Facebook, you can follow them. Mm -hmm. When you say mentors, do you, uh, do you mean mentors that, You pay or mentors that you just look up to, you follow their lives, their business plans, their career paths. What's a mentor for you? Because it's different for everyone. It is. So for me, I I look into a mentor is like somebody that I look up to, somebody mm -hmm. who, you know, I've seen their their struggles, I've seen how they treat people, and mm -hmm. I've seen how their success and their losses as well. Uh -huh. So it doesn't matter if you know them personally, but if you, you know, for you, it's the, the material that they put out. Yes. Mm -hmm. But I always make a point that I, I will find a way to know them. Okay. To interact yeah. with them at least. To interact, exactly. To even just interact with them. Or I would pray 
that you know like a, a good example is uh, the owner of watercress um, assisted living facility so i saw him on lincoln three three years way back i mean seven years way back so mm -hmm. and i do love how he does servant leadership mm -hmm. i'm like i want to be like that you know i want to be able to be a true uh, servant leader mm -hmm. and after lo behold after three years i finally met him and we landed a couple of contracts in a lot of their facilities mm -hmm. oh that's good yeah this um i mean people would uh would be you know shy to contact you know contact their mentors or the, the people that they they look up to just because you know they're shy they, they they're afraid to be rejected but most of most of them are really you know, approachable, they do want to share what they have. I totally agree with you. Uh -huh. Right. Because I, I what, what do you mean? I, what am I saying? Like, because I think like for, for most of them, they've reached a certain point that they're comfortable where they are, that they're only, you know, you know, the, the only thing that they want to do is share it to those who really seek for it and ask for it. Right. Uh -huh. No, I totally, I totally agree with you. Like sometimes when I do business consultancy, I don't consult with everybody, mm -hmm. but I look into the person first. Like, are they? Do they really want to do this? Are Are they really passionate mm -hmm. on what they're doing? You know, it's not just. I mean, again, of course, money is a big factor in any business. Right. But you'll also see if they're just money driven, and that always doesn't work all the time. You know, mm -hmm. you you really have to have a passion in what you want to do. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. So uh, you mentioned passion. Passion drives uh, a person. So, um, what what motivates you like each day that you know when you're you're handling your businesses? Because uh, when you say motivation, some people think that motivation comes from outside, but in in truth, motivation is what is coming from inside you what drives you so so for you what motivates you in 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 going about your you know businesses and in your your companies what motivates me the most is the when, when you grow a business or where you're when you're in a position that you're able to actually give um that's what motivates me is like knowing that i can be you know a little bit of in a control that i'm able to help somebody Mm -hmm. But without without thinking like, all right, why well, I, I really can't give right now because I do have to pay my bills. So that what motivates me is like, like a good example is like you know um, our call center. You know, if they do need educational, you know, like scholarship or like somebody um, needs to borrow something, they don't have to pay interest. It's just automatic. You know, like there's no layer of you got to go to the HR. Like anybody that works with us, like they can go directly to me. And, you know, we'll figure out a way to, to help them. So I think that's what motivates me is like the ability to be able to help somebody. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. So, um, so that's motivation. And so let's now go to like what or who inspires you. Because inspires like uh, someone or something that external that, that keeps you going. So what inspires me truly is we do actually own a nonprofit organization, mm -hmm. Faith in Humanity, so mm -hmm. which we give scholar a four-year you know scholarship to Filipinos. So mm -hmm. that's that's my big push, you know, like education. So um, you learn, they learn, they mm -hmm. build it, and they serve. Mm 
so I want that um that I want that to be you know like if somebody tells you like hey if you die what do you want to be remembered I want to be remembered that hey I was able you know people were able to learn they were able to build something out of that what they mm -hmm. learned and finally they're, they're able to serve mm -hmm. all right was that what's that uh, foundation faith in human faith in humanity yes faith in right. humanity. and how, how did that start so I that's always been my dream is to uh -huh. have a nonprofit. Mm -hmm. So it started in 2018 finally. Uh -huh. So we were, you know, we were in a position to be able to, you know, um, create the foundation. Um, actually here here in the US, it's kind of it, it it's very meticulous. It's kind of hard to own a foundation. And you know, thank God that you know it was approved. And that's where we started. You know, we started with um, people just they, they have to send out applications and everything. And we look up, we just don't look at the grades. Of course, grades is a factor, but uh -huh. definitely look at more of the character. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You've always been wanting to, to help yes. uh, people in the Philippines. Because right. I was uh, in that position back then. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's, mm -hmm. it's definitely our way of giving back to the people that has helped us. Mm -hmm. well. Like paying forward. Yes. Super paying, paying forward. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, people would think that, you know, starting a business or owning a business is like the, you know, like grand and yeah, this is, you know, I own a business. I started a business. But could you give us like what's uh, the, the other side of starting and owning a business? What's what's other people not talking about like business. What are the like challenges or the, the bad side of starting and owning a business? Well, the, the bad side or, you know, the bad side of owning a business is it's a 24 hour, mm -hmm. you know, especially, especially when you're just, you, when you just started, you are everything, you are HR, you are payroll, you are the clinician, you are the janitor, you are the, you know, office cleaner, you definitely are everything. Mm -hmm. So that's like, people don't see that in the beginning, you know, they would say like, oh, you know, she made it like, trust me, there were a lot of struggles in between and there's mm -hmm. still struggles right now. Mm -hmm. All right. So um, aside from that, like 20, you, you have to have that mindset that, you know, uh, you're, that is your baby. You're going to have to be looking at it 24 uh, seven um, in the beginning <laughs> in the beginning right right yeah. right so what should they go into when they starting to uh when they even think of starting a a, a business what should they be like thinking into or their their perspective or their mindset going into or starting a business I think people really need to start with whatever they're passionate about. I've always been passionate about the, the elderly because I my grandmother was the one who raised me. Mm -hmm. So that's where I focus on, you know, um, serving mm -hmm. the geriatrics. Second is I focus on my skills. You know, mm -hmm. I graduated as a physical therapist. So that's where it started. And then mm -hmm. look at the problem. During that time, staffing was a problem. So we created a solution for that one. Mm -hmm. So those say I believe like, you know, in any beginning of a business, that's that's the three things you have to look, you know. Like what is your true passion? You know, who is your target population? Mm -hmm. And 
Um, how are you how are you going to get there? You know, and the networking and the people that you're already already surrounded with. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that makes it a little bit easier. All right. So because the because uh, the people that you know you know might 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 help you with starting your business. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, what's so we've tackled some of the you know challenges and and the proper mindset starting a business. Uh, so what's a nice thing? What what's what are nice things to think about when you you know when you have your own business or you're you know you're you're being you're you're supporting yourself and does you don't have any bosses? Well, that's that's one. Like you don't mm-hmm. have a boss, uh-huh. so <laughs> right. Though I've always, I mean, I I I always get along with with people. Thank God, but mm-hmm. definitely that's one of the plus. You know, you don't you know you don't have to answer to somebody. But as a business owner you should not think of it that way because your employees, you answer to your employees. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, if you're the type of um, business owner that doesn't, you know, that think like, well, I'm the boss. I don't have to think of the employees. You're definitely, it's going to be such a short lived compared to if you know that I answer to the people that I work with, not right. that works for me. You know, right. I, I work with them. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. What what else something that you know what's what else is there something that could if you the, have uh... the, the time of mm-hmm. course like I'm able to take off whenever I want of course mm-hmm. um I'm able to create programs that I wanted to do mm-hmm. you know um create uh, services that that I I love and enjoy and mm-hmm. go to a lot of um I'm able to educate myself again. Mm-hmm. So again, that comes with finally I'm in that stage that I'm able to focus on some of the things that I always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So. All right, time control, and and being able to do what you wanted to do, as compared to someone who's answering to to someone to a, a boss and or a working company. or a company mm-hmm. working eight to five or eight to you know nine to five. Yeah, you have to file for a sick leave or you have to file for a vacation leave. Mm -hmm. What if they're not going to allow you to? So everything is reliant to your your boss Mm -hmm. or to the company. Mm -hmm. Right. And and you don't have your your time. The amount that you're going to get doesn't equate to your time. You don't have to actually work Mm -hmm. because your company runs itself. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Right. with with starting a company, we've we've mentioned earlier that you know there are some challenges and, and the the not so good side of starting and owning a company. Um, did, have you had any you know failures back then when you were starting? Oh yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, I told you I'm bad in financial. Uh huh. So, How were you able to handle that? So back back then, I've always been you know I've always like just love to work 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 mm-hmm. and i'm not good in collecting mm-hmm. <laughs> oh so, okay yeah like, i think I, that's a common problem of filipinos collecting charging isn't it like uh-huh. i think it's such a filipino thing like you would just like do the job because you feel like you know like you're already calculating put it on a paper like oh, this is what i'm gonna make mm-hmm. but then you forget to charge the, the, to charge them you know and that's where actually the 
we uh, we became more steadier and more successful when when I met my husband because mm-hmm. he he used to own a business as well and he is a big financial guy mm-hmm. so he was like how come you have all these things and you're not collecting you know mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like you're right so uh-huh. so yeah, what was your remedy then well the remedy is um I, he became the chief financial officer so okay. that was the remedy. Gotcha. So the remedy <laughs> hire someone who knows <laughs> exactly but definitely a, a key to any business is if you if you know you're weak on it hire somebody because <laughs> you think you're saving money no you're losing money and you're mm-hmm. losing time so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right right mm-hmm. right and and for and of course you've now that you have a lot of um what do you call this companies uh, that you own? Um, how do you hand- handle success now? So, how do we handle success? By the way, so all the business, uh, some of the business we own, we we do have a business partner, like for Partners. the home health. Yes, mm-hmm. so I do. We do have a business partner for that one. Mm-hmm. Um, for for the rest, um, it's of course me and my husband. But mm-hmm. how do we handle success? Is we handle it as a blessing and makes you more humble. Because mm-hmm. nothing here on earth is ours. Mm-hmm. And that's how we wanted to handle success is being able to give back. Give back, right. Yeah, we don't want to be the type of people that's successful and just, you know, there's nothing wrong in buying things that you like that are, that are nice things as well. There's nothing wrong with that. Do not ever feel guilty. You work mm-hmm. hard mm-hmm. enough, so you, you earned it. But it doesn't, like, the joy of giving is such a different high. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And right. I wish, like, all people that are successful are able to find joy. And a lot of successful people actually enjoy giving more than anything. Mm-hmm. Right. Being able to give back you know, in your foundation and in the people that work with you in your company. Yes. Mm. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, I was about to ask yeah, there. Um, in, in the companies that you, you co-own and, and have, um, which are those are acquired companies, which are those are your babies that, from scratch that you made? So the babies are the the babies are the outpatient clinic. Oh wow! Okay. Um, the call yeah, the call center is an outpatient clinic. Um, the home health uh, we do have a partner on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the training and development. So we we also pioneered that one, and oh, we wow. partnered with the nurse uh, with that. So um, all of your companies are babies. They're they're not like acquired companies. Uh, no, I'm sorry. So the home health we did acquire it. It was already okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. So it right. was the outpatient clinic, and then sadly, you know, um, the owner wanted to retire, mm-hmm. so we purchased it uh, mm-hmm. with, with a partner. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. I guess it's you know like um, uh, I've heard somewhere like you know uh, entrepreneurs start businesses on their own, like business owners, either like like they acquire. Uh, businesses or you know inherit business mm-hmm. um so basically you're both you started your own and you acquired some of them <laughs> so which is which is for you? you 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 had both which is easier or i mean for you <laughs> which is easier for yeah. you to 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 make your own start your own or acquire a business of course there's difficulties in both but for yeah. your experience I think acquiring is a lot easier because 
you know, there's already the, the regs, um, everything is kind of an oil machine already. So you just uh -huh. kind of have to follow or kind of make a little bit of adjustment. But mm -hmm. when, when you're starting, you're learning everything from scratch. <laughs> so. mm, gotcha, gotcha. Because when you're starting, you're, uh, yeah, as I've mentioned, you're learning everything from scratch. As also, you're trying to innovate something that's uh, different from your competitors as well. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, very tricky. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. So acquiring is easier. But um, for those who are wondering, like, how do they start their their own business? Where should they look into it? They have the passion. Uh, they know where they want to serve, who they want to serve. Um, they might have people that can help them. Where should they actually start after that? I think it's really trying to get a hold of the person that that knows how to run a business already or they've seen mm. success. I think they need to start there because those people actually made the mistake already. So mm -hmm. that gives them that saves them time. Uh-huh. And yeah. like you said, you know, like for example, you, you know, you do the PT meal podcast, you know, like that's your forte. Like if somebody mm -hmm. comes up to you and like, hey, can you teach me how to do it? Right? Like, mm -hmm. of course. And some people are intimidated with that, like thinking, like, well, this is kind of big already, you know, like, mm -hmm. would you really want to help? Mm -hmm. But the reality is, like you said, a lot of people that are in business really love to help. For mm -hmm. you know, pro bono, just for mm -hmm. the labor of love. Uh huh. Right. I think I think there's um, there's a certain fear with people approaching business people as well because they think that business people might think that oh this is if I teach them they're gonna be my competitor and I don't want that. Uh -huh. <laughs> so that's I think that's where the fear comes in with with. Um, uh, with entrepreneurs asking other people, other uh, you know, business owners or entrepreneur for advice, mm -hmm. is they might think that they're competition later on. And that is so true, though. I mean, not not everybody will be willing to share their their secrets with you, right? Mm -hmm. But again, there there are people like you know you or me, you and me, that's willing to share how how did we get here, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Yeah, yeah I just. Uh, you know, if, if you get rejected once, then there's a lot of business people, entrepreneurs that can help you. And, you know, it's not just one out there. There's always someone willing to help and, and guide you and see your passion, right? Mm -hmm. um, uh, you're going to be one of the, the speakers in uh, uh, the Global Geriatric Rehab Summit 2010, 22, that's going to be held uh this July 29 and 30, right? Yes. You're on the second day. And mm -hmm. your topic is uh, seven figures uh, business for physical therapists. That's quite interesting. So uh, could you tease us on, on what the audience can you know hear uh, from you on, on that day? Just a little bit what they can expect from you. So, that seven big figures. So big. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, like like I said, like the seven figure because um they're gonna learn like like where do they actually stand 
as a physical therapist because there's always going to be four stages of you know, where you are you know are you an employee are you self-employed are you a business owner or are you an entrepreneur right mm -hmm. so those are the things that i will be talking about like know first where you belong in that stage because there's a lot of differences mm -hmm. and then once you land on you want to be an entrepreneur you know so we're going to teach like, you know, the steps are, are mistakes, you mm. know, my, the plus and minuses of what brought me in this arena. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, like, it's really like more of a personal, personal mistakes and personal successes that they will hear and strategies mm. that I've learned all along. Right. And, and of course they, they, they'll hear that uh, your experiences and then they might, you know, be able to be inspired and, and do that also in their um, journey to becoming an entrepreneur or business owner. Um, what would you say like for people who think that I'm in healthcare, I shouldn't think about getting rich in healthcare. Mm -hmm. I should be thinking about helping people and not getting rich. Mm -hmm. I think like everybody's different. There's nothing wrong with that, but uh -huh. it's, 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 you know, like they say, you can help in a small way, you know, you, you, you can send somebody a grocery or you can just help by lifting or opening a door, right? right. So how much help do you actually really want to give? You know, mm -hmm. every help makes a difference, you know, mm -hmm. it, it doesn't mean that something big will make a bigger impact or something small gesture is, you know, it depends on the person you're giving it to. It could be just opening a door and literally that made the person feel valuable or very important right and it can be as big as giving them you know a college education right so mm -hmm. again um it's just a lot easier to be able to help if you have the tools mm -hmm. so think of it as being you know having having um, money is a tool to move what you wanted to do mm -hmm. a little bit easier <laughs> mm -hmm. so it, it's not really money's not bad it's not good or bad it's how you use it Exactly. It's uh -huh. definitely how you use it. You know? uh -huh. If you're going to use it for something good to help other people, then excellent. You know, you've, you've made a difference to someone, someone's lives or a family's life. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, so um, coming into, you know, what's, uh, what's, what do you call this? Where or when should a physical therapist think about, uh, having a business or should in their career, should they think about starting a business or should they be, you know, if they're in a career that they want, then just stay there. When they started feeling burnt out, mm -hmm. I think that's the key to kind of start looking what other things that you mm -hmm. want to accomplish. Cause it can be as, like a good example is Grace um, from Steadfast Productions, right? Mm -hmm. So she is a physical therapist. She had a fashion for uh, passion for fashion um, designing. Mm -hmm. So you yeah. know um, that's what she did. You know, like I'll put my I'll put my physical therapy uh, as a part time, and I'll do the things that I love because all of us have something that we used to love aside from just being a physical therapist. You know, right? Right. And some I mean, some people are are happy with just 
being a physical therapist and there's nothing wrong with that you know that's her profession so kudos to all that would want to stay in the field and retire as a physical therapist right Mm -hmm. so once you you start to burn out or feel the burn from the the profession and that's probably when you're you know start to look into and and grace was uh uh what do you call this she was already uh, a guest in the podcast before. Yeah, mm-hmm. we we talked about um, autism. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. That was one of her uh, passions as well, is uh, learning more about autism uh, because of her kid mm-hmm. having autism. So she she learned uh, specializing in autism and learning more about functional medicine because mm-hmm. of. Uh, her, her, her kid so yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so that's if that's your passion and go go for it right so mm-hmm. that's what she did aside from as you said uh her passion for fashion <laughs> she has yeah. a lot yeah, camp, yeah company about it all right um so how do you like for for many it, it's one of the the, the fears of owning a business and, you know, like, like scaling it up is handling people, you know, um, how would you advise someone that owns a business to, to handle people, you know, without an experience of, you know, handling people, they haven't been like supervisors or managers before, but they they started a company that has people. So how yeah. should they handle How would they handle that? Well, I always believe in the golden rule. It Uh means that, you know, I want to be respected. Uh So I will give the respect back to you. Mm -hmm. So if everybody sticks in that kind of mentality, I think it will work out, you know, much better. But of course, you're always going to, you're always going to, anybody will always get an employee or a staff or a boss, right? Or or a colleague that Uh that just, you know, that just doesn't (laughs) do the same thing. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Just prepare for it. <laughs> just prepare. For, just, just definitely prepare for it. Because there, uh-huh. there's so many things that you, you thought like, oh my god, I've been such an amazing employer, and then suddenly, you know, then suddenly things happen. You know, like mm-hmm. there, there's going to be employees that that won't be happy with your decision. Because at the end of the day, you decide um, always for the, you know, for for the greater cause. Mm-hmm. You know, it can't be just one way. And of course, you know, everybody, everybody's different. Everybody can, uh, some people can be difficult and some people, they're, they're easy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, probably should start with the way you hire people. <laughs> oh, you know, hiring for me, I never ha- hire for skill. Mm-hmm. I always ha- hire for uh, their character. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Andy, good. Because skill can be learned. Mm-hmm. A character cannot you cannot mm-hmm. you know you cannot like kind of just put in somebody to be empathetic right away mm-hmm. right right that's mm-hmm. something that you are already so always hire for for character not for a skill right as you mm-hmm. mentioned skills can be learned and taught mm-hmm. character not so much that's you are. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. right yeah uh, and and i mean once you have that shall we say, bad apple in the mix, you know, it can infect others. And, yeah. and for sure, you don't want that for your company, right? 
that's one of the hardest things as a business owner for me uh, personally is um, letting go of people. Mm-hmm. You know, they always say, you know what, when you're letting go of somebody, it means you're just a messenger. Obviously, something happened. Mm-hmm. That's why you have to let them go. But mm-hmm. until this day, that's still the hardest thing for me to do is letting mm-hmm. go of somebody. Even how, even whatever they did, it, it's still the hardest for me. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because nowadays, you know, uh, it, it's, it, I, I feel that nowadays, since, you know, after, COVID started, like people are trying to look for companies that value who they are as a person, mm-hmm. right? So, and it it goes both ways as well from like the, the, the company and the, the, the employees, right? So it's, it's more now on a, on a give and take uh, relationship than before that, you know, the business or the companies would have more of the upper hand. Yeah, because uh-huh. definitely that's a struggle with any business right, right now is staffing. You know, mm-hmm. right? Like you, like, you know, they can easily just go remote or they can just easily go to the, you know, your competitor. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about how do you make them feel important, you know? Mm-hmm. So you have to make sure that they are part of your goals and mission as a company, as a team, you know? Um, you don't look at it as like, I'm the boss and you guys are here, you know, no, everybody's on the same level, you know, when, when it comes to the mission of a mission of your company or your goals as a company. Mm-hmm. Like, right. Right. Cause you're, you all are, are going to the same direction. So, mm-hmm. you know, why not go together? Right. Okay. Um, so what would be your advice for people who are just conceptualizing or thinking about um, going into business? I mean, just like not get into it, but thinking about it or considering it, Mm -hmm. uh, what are the like things that they probably they should read or watch Mm -hmm. or look into or, you know, that could really inspire them and, and, you know, probably scare them if it was really for them or, or not. Yeah. First, I always suggest like write it down. Mm hmm. And you know that, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> uh, Dr. Lopez, that write it down and put a timeline on it. Mm-hmm. You know, because sometimes, like you, it's not really the idea; it's how you make that idea happen. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just have to go for it. Mm-hmm. Write it down, put a time on it, because mm-hmm. if you do not, you will always have that reason to just keep delaying that dream of yours to mm-hmm. be an entrepreneur or to be a business owner. Mm-hmm. Right. Write it down. And yes, and write it down. And then, of course, there's so many, there's so many books nowadays. You know, so many, so many YouTube videos. I am uh, my favorite uh, book um, is Ser- a Servant Leadership by um, Kenneth Blanchard. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the best for for me as you know, for me as a servant leader. That's mm-hmm. for me the best one that every every business owner should get. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, write it down, manifest, look at it, put a timeline on it. <laughs> yes, manifest it. That is so true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, you know what? I did that. Uh-huh. My whole life, I manifested. I, I actually did not know that you know, I was going to go this far. Mm-hmm. Um, you just don't know what God has for you. But mm-hmm. I think also God knows when, when you have a good heart that he will kind of propel you a little bit further than you think 
mm-hmm. that you were you you were gonna land on. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. This this podcast is a product of manifestation as well. I I wrote this down 2019. No way. Th- thought about it. Thought about the name already. 2019. Then it finally happened to 2020 because I manifested it. I talked to people about it, and and that kind of um, made it concrete in the mm-hmm. eyes of many and in, in my eyes as well. So mm-hmm. I told myself, since I've already told to a lot of people about it, might as well start it. So <laughs> that's how PTML started. So it really works. I mean, for me, it worked. So manifesting, writing it down, you know, it, it, it does work. And, and becoming accountable to other people because like you said i already said it might as well do it right right yeah. i kind of i kind of already like told a lot of people oh i'm gonna start a podcast oh, i'm gonna start a podcast i'll invite you my podcast i'll invite you my <laughs> podcast and i say okay sure sure let's go let's go it was like oh i should start this podcast already <laughs> <laughs> i just started already i keep scheduling people in my head already <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah for those who are you know Uh, thinking about something your ideas it really matters if if it's if it's like me that I keep on thinking about it thinking about it it it, it means that you're you're thinking it so much that it matters to you mm-hmm. so write it down and it, make it happen yeah mm-hmm. all right so um thank you lady for you know sh- giving us a lot of like insights about starting a business and uh being an entrepreneur you know um it's It's for me. It's kind of like you know. It's scary because for me, I'm not a business-minded person. I'm an idea person, I guess. Uh, following it through sometimes it's difficult if it requires a lot of money as well mm-hmm. and a lot yeah. of risk. That, that that's really the first factor, you know, money. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and and the risk to take and the resources mm-hmm. to use. So that's that's my biggest problem when you know thinking about thinking about business and starting my own business so yeah that's that, those what you said earlier was were great, great advice um so we're we're going to the end of our very short i am not very short it's almost an hour but our conversation but you know it's it's packed with wisdom and um insights into the world of starting your own business owning your business um uh These are just my last bites, my last three questions. You know, um, my first question is, uh, what are or what is your recipe for success? I think the recipe for success is following your passion. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, you mm-hmm. know, if you're passionate on what you're doing, it, you know. It doesn't feel like you're working. Of course, it is work, but uh-huh. it just feels like you're doing something you love. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah, good passion. Second um, is you know, in order for us to elevate our profession of physical therapy, what should we do individually or as a like in order to elevate our profession? I think at this era, we have mm-hmm. to use social media. Mm-hmm. You know, like not be able to be scared to share your personal experiences as a physical therapist. Because, again, like people 
people buy into something based on their emotions. If they see you treating somebody or like if they see you like making somebody feel better, mm-hmm. that's when they, they, they're thinking like, you know what? I do want to become a better therapist or I do want to, I, I do want to go to, uh, I do want to become a physical therapist. So don't be afraid to share your story because it's true to life, right? That's how mm-hmm. we're going to get people be more involved and be better clinicians. Mm-hmm. And it's, and that's the key to social media, I feel, is the emotion that what you put out invokes to, mm-hmm. you know, with other other people. If they can relate to your story, they buy into your, uh, you know, what you're selling, your products, your services, because they, they can see they can see themselves in you. Exactly. Or they can see themselves in the people that you help. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's what's like, don't be afraid of social media, you know, I mean... I mean, I'm I'm also not the type that loves being in front of camera or putting a video. I mean, it doesn't even have to be me 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 treating a treating a client or me, you know, talking about physical therapy with other um, students. Mm-hmm. It's just capturing those moments where where you see that oh, I actually made a difference on this one, you know, mm-hmm. or having like a live thing where you see the reaction of somebody because they made you feel better. I mean, you made them feel better. So those are, again, it's not the company that you sell. You always sell yourself, you know, mm-hmm. the company bought in because of you. So mm-hmm. same thing for our profession, the people, um, patients will buy in more in believing um, the physical therapy can help them mm-hmm. by showing them. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. I think that's, that's where we're lacking as a, as a, as a profession is that, we don't get much hype yes. mm-hmm. for what we do and who we are. We see in, 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 in TV shows, we see doctors, we see nurses. Nurses, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we see people who draw blood. We see, mm-hmm. you know, but we don't see physical therapists in their whole nature and their whole, you know, setting and, and specialties. Mm-hmm. Right? So we are not, we should be our own media. We should. I, I like that actually. Uh-huh. Definitely. If there's anything that with with this podcasting right now, we uh-huh. definitely have to be our own media. You know, we have to be the one showing the world like we are a valuable part of being a physical therapist because as you recall before, even with the COVID happens, like is physical therapy really a part of as the frontliner? Right, right. That was right. a question. I mean that shouldn't even be a question <laughs> exactly but people don't know because we never put it out there how important our role is mm-hmm. in healthcare yeah it was it was a question that are we even essential and even like yeah. some physical therapists think that we're not essential that we're not supposed to be working during covid i mean we get people moving and covid stops people from moving exactly Mm -hmm. so so we're supposed to be there we're supposed to be here or important so yeah that's 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 something that was uh that was unreal back then i was like that that shouldn't be even a question yeah but but and and um always remember the lawmakers Uh they're not they're not clinicians you know the Mm -hmm. ones that saying that we're not essential they don't Mm know Uh but I guess, you know, it's time to move the, you know, physical therapy, choose physical therapy, making sure that we're out there posting something, how, how good we are, how essential we are, you know, how we actually really change lives. Mm-hmm. True. Sure. I agree. 
right, and my last bite is, um, what are uh, three things that you carry with you each and every day that you think are important or essential in your day-to-day life? In short, what are the three ingredients that make up lady? Um, I think it's um, humility. Mm-hmm. You know, um, being human, it means mm-hmm. like showing your, your weaknesses and your mistakes in life. Because mm-hmm. um, I always feel like, you know, that can be a, a guide for somebody, you mm-hmm. know, and passion. Mm-hmm. All right. Humility, being human, and passion. <laughs> that you want? <laughs> That's my dog. Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> so, again, thank you, lady, for this very insightful and thoughtful um, uh, conversation about entrepreneurship and um, business ownership as well. Um, my last, you know, question, the last thing that I ask my patients, uh, my patients, my, sorry, my, my guests here is what is one thing that you want your, uh, what you want our, you know, our audience, our viewers, our listeners to carry with them after our conversation? In short, you know, what do you want them to put in their to-go boxes and bring to their lives later on? Uh, don't be afraid to make a mistake because mm-hmm. truly it's not a mistake. It's just lesson learned, mm-hmm. you know? So that that's how I always see a businesses or life in general. Mm-hmm. I Let's agree. Go for it. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I agree, totally agree with that. <laughs> Mistakes. It's not a mistake. It's lesson learned. That's why you should never have any regrets because you gain a lesson. You gain something from everything. No, exactly. And, and that's just the, just, just the truth behind it. You know, you, you learn something. I mean, even with the people we interact with, I mean, mm-hmm. daily, daily things. You know. mm-hmm. All right. Um, so thank you very much, Lady. For anyone who wants to r- reach out to you, uh, where can they, they, they find you? Yeah, so they can follow my page, uh, She Means Business. And again, I'll be more than happy to, you know, just take a look at what your passion is and, and hopefully be able to guide you guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just, I love seeing people grow mm-hmm. on, I'll be more than happy to guide anybody that's really passionate in what they wanted to accomplish in life. All right. And also lady, again, lady is going to be speaking in the uh, global Jerry rehab summit, uh, 2022 this coming mm-hmm. July. I think it, the registration is still open. So just look it up in the events page of uh, Facebook and yes. You know, you'll hear her talk there. Seven figures for physical therapist. All right. Thank you, lady. You're always welcome in the show. If we want to come back and have another conversation. Thanks. Thanks, Dr. Jimmy. <laughs>
If you have any suggestions, feedbacks, questions about the show or the guests uh, of the show, you can reach me through all the podcast social media accounts or through the website www.ptmealpodcast.com or through email at ptmealpodcast at gmail.com. Alright, looking forward to hearing from you. Thanks.